Okay. Bring us up to date on where things are. So right now for Texas in the 2023 signing class, 15 national letters of intent have been sent in, gone through compliance. They're official. Arch Manning, Jontae Cook, Ryan Neblett, Colton Vosick, a couple of all flex guys, Colton Vosick and Jaden Chapman. I think the big one, Craig, is Derek Williams, the safety out of the state of Louisiana. Uh, this is a guy that Texas got on early. Uh, Terry Joseph, his connections down in the state of Louisiana, specifically uh, in, the, in the New Orleans area. And then Blake Gideon played a big role in this recruitment, too. There was a lot of buzz, and not buzz, is actual, you know, a reality from what we heard that Derek Williams was dealing with. Was he going to sign early and just stick with Texas? Was he going to not sign in the early period, take some visits in January, and then make a final decision in February? So that's a really big deal because safety is a position of need. You know, you got Anthony Cook moving on. You got a couple of young guys that you don't really know. Maybe the, maybe the staff knows, but at least us and Gen Pop don't really know what you've got with B.J. Allen and uh, and Larry Turner Gooden. Yeah, Michael Taft just went on scholarship. So there's an opportunity there for, for a freshman to come in and get some early playing time. I think Derek Williams has the talent to do that. We'll see if he can if he can get it done. But that, to me, of the guys that signed, that's the most significant occurrence. I think I think even above Arch Manning, because there, there was no concern about Arch Manning signing or not today. It was going to happen. Yeah. And Jonte Cook and going down the list. So to get Derek Williams done in the early period, that's a huge win for Sark and that staff. So let's get to the other stuff. Now, you probably in about an hour, we're going to hit the lunch rush of guys that are going to sign in that window. I kind of wondered about these guys, and, and you're going to run down the names here, about it going uh, at the uh, the lunch rush time. Uh, some of it may have been because of Western, uh, other guys that were the, the Eastern and Central time zones and, and in Texas, a school's out where they, you know, I'm going to sleep in a little bit and do my deal at 11. Not going to get that thing in at 7 o'clock in the morning, the DocuSign or the fax or whatever it is, uh, to, to however means they're using to get their name on the dotted line. Or, or you've got Leona LaFowle who's in Hawaii. And... Exactly. It's four hours early. It's 6.15 a.m. there <laughs> so right he can't, now. He, he couldn't even do it yet if right. he wanted to. Um, so, again, the lunch hour, that's going to be Anthony Hill. Cedric Baxter, Malik Muhammad, Billy Walton. I think they're part of the DISD signing ceremony. Yeah. I don't know. I actually think I think they're they're doing their own thing at SOC today for Manny Muhammad and Billy uh, Walton. No, all the guys all are the signing guys. with SOC. Yeah. I think they're doing it actually on campus. I know historically they've done a DISD deal, but they DISD might not even be in session this week. School's out. Yeah. So in fact, the only school district and folks, correct me on the specs text line if I'm off track here. But from what I understand, the only ISD that still is going today, at least in this area, is AISD, and today's the last day. Okay. So those guys will all sign in the lunch. Trevor Goosby at Melissa is also another guy. So those guys will all sign in the lunch. There are no worries about any of those guys not signing. They've already said, hey, they're locked in with Texas. Everything's good. Heard no buzz to the contrary. The big one's coming up at the top of the hour. That's going to be DeAndre Moore, Mm -hmm. the wide receiver out of St. John Bosco, committed to Louisville. Up until about an hour ago, everybody, you know, Mike and Hudson, our guys at Horns 24-7, everybody in the network, a lot of people were feeling really good about Texas trending the right direction for DeAndre Moore. Uh-oh. That's why I said up until about an hour ago. Uh, Greg Biggins, one of our, our West Coast analysts at 24-7 Sports, uh, is reporting that he's hearing that DeAndre Moore is going to stick with his commitment to Louisville. Okay. There's also a chance that he doesn't sign today and pushes things at least until the next.
maybe potentially, I don't think he would, I think he's a, I think DeAndre Moore is an early enrollee. I don't think he would push to the late period, but there's a chance he might not sign today. And, and for folks who don't know, the window they have to sign early right now extends to? Friday. Okay. I just wanted to Close make sure what, what the holiday. I wanted to make sure that yeah. was all right. It's, so, a, it's a 72-hour window. So you have until, they have until Friday to sign in the early period. Otherwise, it'll be in February. It'll be in February. Yeah, so DeAndre Moore, uh, it sounds like he's going to stick with Louisville, but keep an eye on that because he, he may not even sign today. Okay. So that one still could play out. So that, that was one that uh, I know from the intel we got, Texas felt really good about going into today. But, again, things yeah. changed about an hour, 45 minutes ago. Interesting. So that's where things are with DeAndre Moore. The other interesting one is Tassili Akana, who played his high school ball in Utah, but he's back home in Hawaii. His decision is coming up 3 o'clock our time. And everything had been, for a long time, Oklahoma had been the front runner in that recruitment. Mm-hmm. But really in the last kind of 12 hours, things have really started to trend toward Texas. And that recruitment, his sister just helped Texas win a national championship in volleyball. Things have started to trend to Texas in that direction. Mike and Hudson both put in 24-7 sports crystal ball predictions uh, for him to end up at Texas. Oklahoma's still in the mix. LSU, A&M on the periphery. He did make an unofficial visit to Colorado. So anytime anytime Coach Prime is involved on signing day, you, you do have to. Keep your antenna up. Yeah. Uh, but it does sound like it's going to be a Texas-Oklahoma battle for Cecilia Kana, and he's going to, again, 3 o'clock our time. I don't know what time that is. Out in Hawaii, uh, it's four hours earlier since we've done the. Fo- I know that from having a sister who lives out there. So it's eleven a.m. Yes, right now it's six nineteen a.m. There. So if you're if if uh, you're in standard time, it's four hours earlier. If right. you're in daylight saving time, which is not observed in Hawaii, uh, if, you, if it's five hours. So in the summertime, it's five hours earlier there. But right now, it's four hours earlier. So. so there you have it. So keep an eye, uh, keep an eye, and that one actually will be on. Uh, I believe that's going to be on CBS Sports HQ. I don't remember if it's on HQ or the twenty four seven Sports YouTube channel that he'll be making that announcement. But it's it's okay. in our it's in our realm over there. Okay, all right. Uh, how do you balance out what your assignments are and what you're doing today with the fact? I, I'm assuming you'll you'll be at the basketball game. Tonight. At basketball, yeah. Yep. So I mean, you just kind of mishmash. This is going to be one of those People days. ask me today, you know, which are you doing? But yeah, I'm doing both basketball games. Yeah, I'll go over. I did two Sunday. I'll go over and do two today. That's <laughs> why, you know, with our staff, I, I, I got up a little later than Mike and Hudson did this morning because mm-hmm. uh, there's just that understanding, you know, they'll, they'll handle it with the, the you know, the, the, with the, the frantic the stuff early on. Yeah. I'll get the, and then I'll get the Sark press conference in the basketball game. That's yeah. how that's how we do dish out those dole out those responsibilities. Some of that has to do with uh, a seniority factor there, where you're the cleanup where you're the cleanup hitter there. No, in. I just this is part of the deal. Why I wanted to, you know, I for a long time, and you know, this, I, I did recruiting and mm-hmm. team coverage. I know that's why, and, I and it that. got to a point where I'm like, look, I got I got to do one or the other. Yeah, I can give you. I one. can't keep doing both. <laughs> so I just decided, hey, I don't want to. If and it, it was it was one of those deals. If I was going to do recruiting, I'm like. I need to think about moving to Houston or Dallas because that's where the bulk of the work is done. No, I really wanted to stay in Austin. My wife wanted to stay around here, so that's when I made the decision to stick with team coverage. Is it a little early to tell uh, where the vast majority, certainly of four-stars and the few five-star guys who signed, are 
coming from which metropolitan area. It sounds like more from the Dallas-Fort Worth area than the greater Houston area. Yeah, it's it's, it's one of those cycles. And again, it, it's cyclical. It's not like this every year, but this is one of those years where uh, it's pretty Dallas heavy. Uh, I get well. I guess if you count, you know, David Hicks, I guess could technically count for both since he was at Allen, right? And then ends up at Katy Payton, right? Right. Uh, but you know, Jackson Arnold, yeah, Ben Geyer, Peyton Bowen, and I'm just going down the 24/7 Sports composite for our in-state rankings. Jackson Arnold's a Metroplex guy. Peyton Bowen, Anthony Hill, uh, Jonte Cook. Uh, then you've got you know Ruben Owens. What where would you classify El Campo? That's like that's you, Coastal Bend. Coastal Bend. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Hills, East Texas. Yeah. And then you've got uh, Manny Muhammad, uh, Javian Toviano, uh, Jordan Reynolds, East Texas. Again, Bravion Rogers down the road in Lagrange. So it's it's but it's top heavy. If you want yeah. to look at which metropolitan area, it's it's Dallas. Um, and then a guy like Dalton Brooks from Shiner, that would be South Central Texas. They're signing with Oklahoma, uh, I mean with A&M as well as Reuben Owens, both of those guys. By the way, was there confirmation, because I didn't, I didn't check, uh, that Jackson Arnold did indeed sign with Oklahoma? I believe so. Let me give me just a second. Okay. You always hear those, those little um, the, the rumors and whisperings and rumblings and all that kind of stuff. Uh, about whether someone is wavering on their commitment or such. Yes, Jackson Arnold has signed with Oklahoma. So I started to say, in his case, I had not heard that, that there had been any wavering, although there was always kind of rumors, but hey, maybe he won't, you know, but I, ne- I never heard anything other than that. Now, obviously, the other uh, big news that uh, on the signing front that does not involve the University of Texas is what happened with Austin Novosad. Yeah. And his, his decision. I mean, Austin Novosad was on with you, Stoop, uh, more than once uh, uh, on uh, on Flex ATX, and, and he reaffirmed his commitment the times that he was on with you. Now, this goes back several months, but at the time, he was very firmly, solidly committed to going to Baylor, correct? Yeah, I think so much so that everybody just kind of wrote it off, and so much so that when I was driving to Dallas, I was taking videos of, like, McLean Stadium and saying Club Novasad. <laughs> I'm sure he's probably like, oh, Snoop. Did you take those down? No, well. You better take those down. He signed with Oregon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, it's not Club Novasad anymore. <laughs> he has signed with Oregon, correct, Jeff? Let me make sure that's official. I know okay. he obviously made the flip. He yeah, he had the graphic that he committed, so it's a formality yeah. at this point. I don't know if that's actually He tweeted out that he was committed to Oregon this yes. morning. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying you can Yes, probably... that is official. Okay, so you can take down okay. Club Novosad, okay? No. Unless you want to no. get a get a picture of Autzen Stadium in Eugene, Oregon. Ooh. You do that. Let's go, Trey. You could do that and call it <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, but there's but there's several reasons. But I heard you on obviously with uh, with Bucky and Aaron this morning while I was sitting in a just a god awful traffic jam in San Marcos. Yeah, yeah, and I'm amazed. Like, I'm proud of myself for keeping my composure through that deal. Which is which is really interesting because um, I, I'm sure you were shaking your head at this. Uh, Don Miller just uh, does such a fine job on traffic. And he was talking about how everything was pretty clean and free this morning. It, it was. It was pretty clean, for, at least coming from the north. I breezed through Round Rock coming down I-35 like I never have before. Uh, you know, even better than like it is trying to drive through there on a weekend. It was real easy. Uh, Mopac was easy. 360 was easy. He was saying there's no real and, – and I heard him say one thing about a little bit uh, of a spot – Coming out of San Marcos, but he but all he said was it 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 it, it, it shouldn't be that big a deal, blah blah blah. 
<laughs> it turned I, out to be so a big deal. I found deal. out what it was. There was a, a modular home, you know, one of those oversized yeah. loads, and they had it down to one lane. So literally, construction crew is moving, physically moving road cones to let the wide load through it. It back traffic up. For yeah, of course. Of course it does. So uh, anyway, I, I heard when you were on with them talking about this, about the backstory and the back uh, background reasons uh, behind Austin Novosad flipping his commitment and signing with the University of Oregon this morning. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of it centers around Will Stein, who had been the Lake Travis offensive coordinator and who is at UTSA, who was at UTSA and now at Oregon. And it, so that there was a big there was a big part of that. And I know a lot of Longhorn fans remember how close Hudson Card was to Will Stein yep. during their time together at LT. So it took some folks by surprise going, how is he that close to the to to a kid from Drip? And the deal was there's there's family connection, family friend history there. Yeah, and also Will Stein recruited Austin Novosad really hard when he was at UTSA. They really made a good, a strong push for him down there. Um, what's interesting though, when you look at how this recruitment this this process plays out, uh, quarterback is an interesting position because once the dominoes start to fall, uh, you can get impacted. And, and Baylor is just the you know the victim in all this because now they don't have a quarterback commitment and you don't, you can't replace the guy like Austin Novosad on a spur of the moment notice. I mean right. you can you can right. go to the portal and get somebody, but you can't do that with a high school recruit. So Dante Moore is a is a five star quarterback. He'd been committed to Oregon for a while. Ends up flipping his commitment to UCLA. All of a sudden Oregon has an opening for a quarterback. And I think for Austin Novosad the 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 catch there is unlike Baylor where I think you were going to be counted on to go in and play right away and give that offense a lift, at least compete with Blake Shapin for that job, Bo Nix is coming back to Oregon for one more year. Yeah. So unless you're just that good and there's an injury, you're not going to be counted on to play right away. So you can kind of sit back and, and observe some things and learn and soak in the offense and all that stuff and then be ready to rock and roll. Snoop, I didn't know this actually, so this is my fault. I didn't know Preston Alford was on the Oregon yeah. roster. Yeah, former drip quarterback. Yeah, so he's he's a he's a running back uh, listed as a running back for Oregon. Um, mm-hmm. So that's also that also plays into it too. But uh, yeah, that's a huge flip for Oregon. Like I said, Craig for Baylor, it's it's just it stings because you fought off that wave in the summer when it was Ohio State and Notre Dame mm-hmm. and A and M coming after. Looks like nope, it had home free. Solid. I'm good. And he recommitted like right before the season. Said I'm shutting it down, going to Baylor, and then for it to happen at the last minute. That's uh that's a tough one. Uh and correct me if I'm wrong, and I might be on this. Didn't Kyron Drones enter the portal? He did, yes. Yeah. The the former Shadow Creek quarterback led him a state title and was the backup to Blake Shapin at Baylor and uh had to play, I think, in the game at West Virginia when Shapin got banged up and then he and, and then drones threw a pick six in the game and all this. So he winds up entering the portal. So you could say the happiest guy in Waco about about Austin Novosad flipping his commitment uh would be Blake Shapin. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Kyron Drones is already he's already committed to Virginia Tech. Yeah. So so uh it, it, I guess probably the natural reaction and the natural thought on this would be that Blake that uh, Baylor will go heavy portal in terms of search of another quarterback. Yeah. You know whether whether Blake Shapin retains the position, and 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 here's what's tough for Blake Shapin. He has to, uh, all, you know, uh, 48 hours after this news comes down, 
And Baylor fans are going, all right, so what do we have now at quarterback? And he's got to go out in 13-degree weather on Thursday night and quarterback the Bears against the Air Force Academy in Fort Worth and the Armed Forces Bowl. I'm, I'm just saying, that's the next exposure that folks will get to the Baylor quarterbacking situation will be Thursday night in Fort Worth in what is, I looked at it, projected to be 13-degree weather Thursday night when Baylor plays Air Force in the Armed Forces Bowl. And hey, Snoop, can I get a, a this is a good breaking news. Ooh, how about sounder. some breaking news? Today? Okay. Anthony Hill is official. Five-star there, linebacker. There, he the beat the lunch rush. <laughs> uh, yeah. He got to the line at Chick-fil-A right when they started serving lunch, so he didn't have to wait. There you go. Wait in the line of 20 hey. years. Invariably is a line Craig, there. Yes. So, so I've seen Co- uh, the, uh, the Colin, the, the linebacker for Duncanville. Colin five-star. Simmons. So five-star. he's a five-star. So how do Am he... I right, Jeff? He is a five-star, isn't he? Yes. Yeah, he is. So, so I'm learning outside of Austin a little bit, but how do him and Anthony Hill totally different Kyle yeah. Simmons is an edge guy okay yeah. all the way yeah right yeah they are different and uh Colin Simmons is uh, Anthony Hill they're both outstanding five-star linebackers in the, are rare in the 24-7 sports composite Colin Simmons is the number five overall prospect in the country for the class of 2023 or 2024 excuse me heavily recruited by everyone under the sun right Jeff yeah everyone is after Colin Simmons there's no question Including about that. Texas. Including Texas. Whoa. So all schools are are <laughs> are recruiting him. It was heavily. different because I you know, because I'm very Austin, so just to see others up close. I know, just, I've tried to expand your view a little bit yeah. and make it a little more global. Well, like all oh, these guys are good too, they don't yeah. live in Austin. Like when I was trying to warn you about what Wimberley was running into. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because I've seen I've seen these teams across the state. And it's kind of scary to see what some of these teams uh, can do and some of these programs. Well, it's the same thing on the individual level with players like a Colin Simmons and 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 players in other parts of the state. Anthony Hill, uh, guys like that. So uh, I, I know what your your primary job has to be through flex and dialing in on the student-athletes here in the area and as well as the uh, programs and the coaches and, and, and people of that. Hey, as if uh, things couldn't be any tougher for Baylor, yeah. Craig, for that Armed Forces Bowl. Yes, sir. Siaki Ika and Mark Milton have both opted out of the Armed Forces Bowl. Wow. <laughs> you know, that's the kind of deal where somebody might consider opting out even if they were planning to come back. <laughs> I'm not playing in that game. Coach, I'll be back in January. I'll be just, back in uh, January, but I'm not stepping onto that field in 13, 13 degree degrees. 13 degrees in Fort Worth doesn't sound like my idea uh, of a bowl uh, gift. Yeah, right? that's, you know, that kind of stuff. Wow. Now, y'all can keep the bowl gift. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's a tough deal. I looked that up during the break what the bowl swag is for the Armed Forces Bowl. It's a tough deal. It, there's no doubt about it. it. It is. Somebody said, Craig, did you see uh, JT Daniels transferring to Rice? I did. Rice, the opener next year. Uh, if he p- does play, it would be a third different team. If if he wins the quarterback job and and plays, yes, uh, that would be the third team that J T Daniels has played for to face the Texas Longhorns, going all the way back to 2018 when he quarterbacked USC against Sam Ellinger in Texas uh, at uh, at DKR uh, on a night when Texas won. But it was there. He went to Georgia, then to West Virginia. It's going to be his fourth school. Uh, and folks, that how is that, that that possible? Remember, not only is there a redshirt year, there's also the COVID year. Yep. So, so basically, is affording uh, student athletes, uh, you know, six years 
of eligibility. So, and, and 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 my youngest son has really gotten into the spirit of that. He's he's interested in you know his COVID year, you know, extending <laughs> his education. You know, did, J- did Jason Way opt out at some point? He hadn't opted out, but uh, but uh, we've we had the conversation coming into the fall semester, coming off the fall semester, and the uh, progress toward graduation there at at, uh, at Midwestern. So uh, hopefully it'll all continue well for him. But anyway, no, I'm I'm joking. But you know, it's it's uh the the covid year changed a lot of things yeah for 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 a lot of people so by the way craig do you know your bowl sponsor for the armed forces bowl uh i don't have it in front of me the name It'd be the lockheed martin okay. armed forces See, bowl see now lockheed martin lockheed martin i think had sponsored the military bowl uh before i think you're right yeah. um and and when we played guess the bowl sponsor with rod um, he he figured it out. It, it took a couple of years to remember that that was like military contracting and yep. uh, and, and uh, aircraft and things like that. Uh, but uh, it, yeah, Lockheed Martin and, and and who is the who is the bowl sponsor for the first responders bowl? That's at Gerald J. Ford Stadium on the SMU campus, which I think mm. is oh it was is Mississippi State. Um, it was serve pro, but it's yeah, not anymore. It's not. All right. Um, Mississippi State against Memphis, uh, I believe, is, is the... Uh, I want to say Tropical Smoothie Cafe. <laughs> it would be funny if that was it. <laughs> the Tropical Smoothie Cafe first responder bowl. Um, uh, let's see. Oh, apparently it still is serve pro. Okay, was, good. Uh, Okay. I thought the Frisco Bowl was Surf Pro. Eh, whatever. Yeah, so it's Surf Pro. You know what? We, we, we'll, we'll uh, I tell you what. When we come back, when we come back, we'll do a little guess the bowl sponsor with Snoop. We'll just see. We'll just see what. <laughs> oh hey, hey, real quick. So, what you get for the uh, if you if for the uh, the Baylor bowl gifts for yeah. the, this was last year. I don't have the updated information. Okay. But last year was a gift suite, which you kind of go through and pick different things. Yeah. Uh, a beanie action face figure, whatever that is. Google Chromecast and a commemorative football. You think that'd be enough to get you to play at Amon G. Carter Stadium in 13 degree weather? Uh, if you were, wow. if you were on the fence, wow. Yeah, it might be difficult there. Uh, okay, uh, somebody pointed out it was Northrop Grumman that used to sponsor the Military Bowl. Yeah, wrong contractor, Craig. Uh, and somebody said hey, Mississippi State playing Illinois in that um, in 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 that. I thought. I thought Illinois was going to, anyway. Well, we're going to play a little. We'll play a little. <laughs> guess the bowl sponsor uh, coming. By the way, I, I did watch the um, uh, some of the uh, Boca Raton Bowl last night. Mm-hmm. You had Caden Salter, the former Cedar Hill yep. quarterback, playing for them. Um, One time Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sorry. He was playing quarterback for them. All right, uh, we'll continue with Light the Tower here on the, the Horn, 1049, 1019, AM 1260. Live, local, and digital on the Horn app and at hornfm.com.